Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something awakens imagination, empowers storytellers, and connects the Missoula community through the transformative power of personal storytelling. It is a celebration of each other, our stories, and how we move through the world together. All of the stories at Tell Us Something are true. Stories last for 10 minutes and are told from memory. Everyone is welcome to tell a story. The community comes together for a night of true personal stories shared live, focused on theme. Everyone has a story. What's yours? People often ask me how to sign up to tell a story at Tell Us Something. Go to tellussomething.org and click Tell a Story to see the themes for 2017. Click the link for the theme that resonates with you. A new page opens. Complete the form there. Then call 406-203-4683 to pitch your story. This episode of the Tell Something Podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on June 20th, 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Nine storytellers shared their story based on the theme on the road. This edition of the Telesending Podcast comes to us from Jason Weiner and is titled, You Must Come Stay With My Family. Thanks for listening. On September 11th, 2001, I was working in a pizza restaurant in Indianapolis, Indiana. Six months earlier, I left my desk on the 103rd floor of the North Tower of the World Trade Center and I got on a plane to Kathmandu, Nepal, which is where I met Kamal Lama. There are many things about my job in New York that I do not miss. However, it was kind of amazing to have somebody call me up and be like, you need to take three weeks of paid vacation as soon as possible. Nobody does that for me now. And I was like, what the hell do you want me to do? Fish isn't on tour. (laughs) Turns out there's lots of things you can do with your life besides go on a fish tour. And uh, so I, I was like, I'm just going to buy a plane ticket to the furthest away place that I can think of, which is Kathmandu, Nepal. I flew Pakistan International Airlines. There's no booze. Every announcement from the pilot is followed by Inshallah, which, you know, like, we'll be landing soon, if God wills it. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Um, and uh, and uh, this is uh, 2001. So uh, if you have a flight that originates in Karachi, you can smoke on the plane. And I'm like, I'm not going to pass up this opportunity. Uh, so I'm, I get out my tobacco, I'm rolling a cigarette, and uh, the guy across the aisle leans over, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm rolling a cigarette. He says, you must teach me how to roll a cigarette. Well, it's not like I was so good that, you know, I was like the best instructor, but somehow we both managed to construct cylinders capable of ignition, and we go to the back of the plane, because you can't just smoke anywhere on a plane, right? You go to the back. And, uh, and, you know, we start chatting with each other, right? And he, he asked me what my story is. Well, his story is that he's, uh, he's Nepali, and he works in Dubai for Jotun Paints, and he is, uh, you know, he's coming home for a month to visit his family, and then he'll go back to work. And, you know, my story is, but I'm like 25 years old, 24 years old, I uh, work in finance, I live in New York City, and there's really not much more to it than that. So he asked me, well, like, what are you doing in Nepal? Where are you going to stay? What are you gonna, where are you going to go? And I say, I don't know. <laughs> and he looks at me and he says, you must come stay with my family. Because, uh, you know, this is first, it's, a, it's an invitation, an incredibly generous one to somebody you just met on a plane. It was also an order because I think you could see that I was like woefully unprepared to go to a place as strange as Kathmandu. 
I didn't know whether to accept his offer or not, but we hung out, you know, he helped me get through immigration, because of course I wasn't prepared for that either. And we left the airport, and 100 taxi drivers descended on me. And he said something that I did not understand, and they parted, and I was like, I'm with you, man, let's do it. <laughs> so we go to his house, right, where his family, uh, without any advance warning, does not bat an eye at this like, guy with an enormous backpack who has just showed up on their doorstep. And I stay with him for a week. He shows me some of the sites and stuff, and uh, most, mostly I just tag along with him while he visits his family. I sit in the corner, I drink tea, I do not understand what is being said, and it's perfect, right? I could never have asked for like a, a, a truer view of another place. Um, and I've come to think of this as like the best kind of travel, where you just like find someone and just give them control. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, and, I only learned this, of course, when I uh, put a stop to it. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm here on the other side of the world, I gotta like, you know, blaze my trail, and I wanna go to the mountains. And I explain all this to Kamal, and he, he's still waiting for his bag, which the airline lost, and he can't leave Kathmandu. So he gets me on like the last bus out of town before a general strike shuts down transportation for several days, and, and I wind up in Pokhara, which is this like city in the west that it's like a jumping off point for the Annapurna Mountains and, and my trip descends into cliche. I buy hashish, I smoke too much hashish, I throw away the hashish in a paranoid fit, uh, you know. I get a guide, I go to the mountains, uh, I, you know, I drink the water, I get sick, I climb, a, I climb thousands of steps, uh, you know, I go up a mountain before dawn with hundreds of other people to take the same picture as them of the mountain that is across the way. There are moments of magic. I met Beth and Marty from Vermont. They told me about their life, where they travel six months of the year, they live debt-free on a piece of land, and it just, I've never really thought about a life that is so profoundly different from the circuit, from, you know, like the bed, to the office, to the freezer, to the microwave, to the couch. <laughs> eh. Yeah. So, yeah, that sticks with me. Of course, they, they're walking faster than I am, so, you know, like, they move along. And, you know, I, my trip continues. I wind up um, in, a, uh, in, like, a safari lodge in the south and um, hung over on the back of an elephant with, like, three Israeli tourists who do not stop talking in Hebrew the entire two hours that we're up there, and the elephant is like this, and, yeah, you know, never again. I read, I finish Steppenwolf, the Herman Hesse novel, and I, you know, I am, in the, in the end, I am the protagonist, like, lost in, like, the magic theater, despairing at this, like, world that I've created. And then I go to a home. And I go to Kamal's home. I return to Kathmandu. His family welcomes me back. I give them all of the things that I can't fit in my backpack because I brought too much and then I bought more. What, what else could I do? Um, and then they send me, they send me to the airport. And before they do that, they do this like ceremony. They put white scarves around my neck and a garland of orange flowers. It's like very moving. And they get me to the airport. I go inside the airport, breathe a sigh of relief. I'm on my way home. And then I go to the counter and they tell me, well, you did not confirm your ticket yesterday. You do not have a ticket on this. You don't have a seat on this plane. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. And so I just kind of stood there and I was like, I really fucked up. <laughs> and, but it, you know, Kamal saves me again, right? Because um, 
the, the scarves and the garland become the occasion to have a conversation with the person who eventually gets me on the plane. And I don't know if he just like heard about their generosity and decided maybe I'm not a doofus or if he was just like, you need to get this guy out of the country as soon as possible. <laughs> but I go back to New York City and uh, I go back to work, right? And I make it four days before, you know, I'm just like walking on air. And uh, I'm so happy to be back. And then, uh, you know, I start to feel it by the end of the fourth day. And I go home and my roommate is like, hey man, uh, you can go to the job tomorrow if you want to, but I'm going to the beach. And I was like, I wish I could tell you I was like thinking of Beth and Marty and inspiration or thinking of Kamal and his family's generosity, but mostly I was just like, I have, so, I have a guide who knows more than I do who's telling me not to go to work. I should go with him. So I didn't go to work on that day, and I never went back to that job after that. Uh, and... Um, I mean, I did go back once to have lunch with like my, um, my old coworkers. You know, they were like, what are you gonna do? I was like, eh, I, you know, this is a snowboarding video game I play a lot of called 1080. I'm just gonna go somewhere where I can actually do it. I think I'll be happier. And uh, they were like, you're gonna leave New York, right? Are you gonna come back? And I was like, listen, New York's not going anywhere and I don't wanna be here if it happens. <laughs> so I wasn't. Thanks, Jason. Jason Weiner is doing things more often than he is buying things, and he's always looking for an excuse to go somewhere new. He recently returned from a walkabout and is still unpacking from that trip. He grew up in Concord, New Hampshire. He arrived in Missoula in 2003 to earn his master's in philosophy from the University of Montana. He's worked at the Missoula Independent, served on the city council in Missoula, and formed a computer consulting company called The Texorcist. He's a ranger in Black Rock City every year at Burning Man. Tell us something is proud to be fiscally sponsored by Missoula Community Foundation, a 501c3 organization. Missoula Community Foundation has been providing leadership to Missoula nonprofits and inspiring long-term philanthropy in Missoula since 2007. For the good of Missoula, forever. MissoulaCommunityFoundation.org Thanks to all of our sponsors. Top Hat Lounge, bringing great music to Missoula for over 60 years. The Top Hat also offers a unique dining experience centered on local house-made ingredients Dining made different. TopHatLounge.com The Wilma A locally owned and independently operated venue, the Wilma has anchored the Missoula cultural and entertainment scene for almost 100 years. Constructed in 1921 as a vaudeville house, the Wilma was utilized as a movie house for the majority of its history. In the 1980s, the Wilma began to once again host live entertainment. Now the Wilma is a state-of-the-art live music facility within a spectacular historic building and has become a destination for nationally touring musicians. TheWilma.com CabinetParts.com the number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to cabinetparts.com. Cabinetparts.com in business since 1997 combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, CabinetParts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The bookstore at the University of Montana 
a local bookstore serving the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. Fact and Fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactandFictionBooks.com. The Good Food Store, supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years. The Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at GoodFoodStore.com. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting Company is locally owned and operates four radio stations. The Trail 1033, Missoula's Quality Rock, and part of our unique Western Montana community, featuring local DJs who love Missoula and know their music. Jack FM 105.9, playing what they want. You 104.5 FM, your at work listening station, and ESPN 102.9, focusing on city, state, and regional sports, giving exposure and insight to teams and athletes in and around Western Montana. Martin McCain Woodworks and Design. If you're looking for custom modern or mid-century cabinetry and furniture to fit your home, check out Martin's work on Instagram. He's at Martin underscore McCain underscore the Woodworks over there and Martin McCain 79 on Pinterest. You can always friend up with him on Facebook because if he's doing work for you, it's pretty likely you'll become friends. Facebook.com slash Martin McCain Woodworks. Enlightened Lab Float Center. Enlightened Lab Float Center is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. Gecko Designs. Gecko Designs is a great little design shop specializing in responsive results-driven web design and are a proud supporter of the arts, hosting First Fridays every month and making sure that the artists receive the full sale amount when they successfully sell a piece of art. GeckoDesigns.com. Thanks the Cash for Junkers who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at cashforjunkersmusic.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Telesummit, email me at mark at telesummit.org. That's M-A-R-C at telesummit.org. Podcast production by me, Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events, those of you who download the podcasts, and most especially to the storytellers, Kim Maynard, Alex Sackerson, Steve Gonzalez, Alex Miller, Jason Weiner, Pat Abbey, Kathy Witkowski, Hilly McCann, and Svein Newman. For the most up-to-date information about Telesummit and upcoming events, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell us something now also has a YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash tell us something.